You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl Podcast. You're two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. And welcome to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast, where we bring you, the Mega Bowlers, our non-expert opinions in hopes to provide you a successful season three of the Mega Bowl. It is Sunday, July 31st, when we are recording. I am your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me is the man with the stash, Eric Barsh, and joining him is everyone's lovable loser of a Chicago Bears fan, Jake Smith. Boys, how are you? Ooh. I'm good. I'm good. Good. Hey, so just quick, uh, just for our listeners, how about we introduce ourselves a little bit, give everybody a little bit about us, a little background, um, and Eric, I'll start with you. All right. Well, I'm Eric Barch um, from Southwest Wisconsin and Hazel Green. Um, been playing fantasy sports for a long time. Grew up a 49ers fan, so I guess what got me into it was uh, not really having a team to root for. So doing fantasy sports was another way for me to watch and, and root for something. So other than that, I know Jake and Derek from our high school days, and I'm ready to roll here. Let's be real. You, you know me from kicking your butt all the time in sports. Let's be real. Yeah, that was it. That's I forgot <laughs> about that part. Yep. And Jake, give the listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm Jake Smith. Um, I also live in Southwest Wisconsin, um, just south of Platteville. Um, I'm in. I I know Derek for a few years now from working at the hospital. Um, and uh, I've known Eric since childhood. Uh, I'm in. A few different leagues. Uh, I have a dynasty league and um, and at least three other uh, PPR leagues. So and also guy. fantasy baseball. Yeah, we don't talk about fantasy baseball on this. Nobody. Uh, Nobody I would love. We can baseball. if you want. I mean, <laughs> I think you guys might learn something if I talk about fantasy baseball. Yeah, I'd rather that not talk true. about baseball. Yeah, about, about to go eleven four. No big deal. <laughs> And I'm Derek Hubbard, creator of this Derek's Mega Bowl. Um, just a little bit about me. I'm a fantasy football addict. I've been playing for almost 20 years, and luckily I've had the fortune of winning many fantasy football championships. Um, I'm from Southwest Wisconsin. I'm mainly a dynasty football player, but I still dabble in a few redraft leagues. I created this Mega Bowl. Uh, this Mega Bowl roughly three years ago in hopes to bring a large group of fantasy football fans together uh, and hopes to create a league much different and larger than your typical standard leagues. I did steal this idea from Scott Fishbowl a minute. I had the help of someone else. Um, Scott Fishbowl has nearly 2,000 people competing in it, and I'm hoping to reach that someday. This is with season three. This is our largest group of people. We have 108 uh, participants. And like I said, someday I want to reach that 1,000, 2,000 mark. Um, we started. We created this podcast in hopes for uh, the Mega Bowl participants um, just to get to know each other. Um, 
We'll talk weekly about weekly results, standings. We'll also provide our insights on weekly matchups. We'll make fun of those that are sitting at the bottom, uh, be jealous of those sitting at the top, which will probably be me. Uh, but most of all, we want to hear from you, the Megable participants. We want to bring you, bring as many of you on to our episodes as we can. So everyone can get to know you um, while also doing some fun segments and games. But we do hope that you enjoy this. Uh, we, we accept any feedback. Um, and like I said, this is for you. We want this to be as beneficial as possible. With that said, boys, are you ready to get going? Yeah, well, I'm at, the, I'm at the 10 spot. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, uh, I got a little, a, little, oh, a little time to wait let, here. Let's pump the brakes on that first off. So today's episode, the first episode, um, we're going to do a little news and notes, talk about some of the news that's coming uh, in the NFL over this weekend. Also, we are going to do a mock draft. So us three will be drafting uh, in settings based off of the Derek Megable podcast or Derek Megable League. Um, And then we'll do at the end just a uh, listener mailbag, answer a few questions that um, some of the Megable players have asked. And we're going to get started. News and notes. So we're going to start out a little news and notes. I'm going to read the news to Jake and Eric, and they're going to tell me if it is news worthy. So for Eric being the 49ers fan, Debo Samuel agrees to a contract extension with the 49ers. A three-year extension worth up to $73.5 million, $58 million guaranteed. So what I'm going to ask you guys is, is this more news for Debo Samuel that he's going to stay for the next three years, four years with the 49ers? Or is this more news about Brandon Ayuk, the guy that everybody thinks will break out this year? But we're kind of hoping Debo wasn't going to be there. What do you guys think? Well, I'll lead off here. I love it. Um, I think the 49ers had to do it. Um, I don't, really don't think that they had a choice but to, but, but to re-sign them. Um, the market was set with A.J. Brown and them signing their contracts, pretty similar to what Debo got. But Trey Lance being a first-year starter, you have to load them up with weapons, do the best you can with it. They got a good old line. They got a good run game, head coach. Everything's around him, good defense. Um, Ayuk, I love Ayuk. He's a great receiver, good, good tight end in Kittle. Um, I think Debo only helps everything around him. So I think it's good for, for Debo too, because even though he said he doesn't want to be a part of the run game, I still think he will be part of the run game. They have to use him to his strength, and that's what got him the money that that, that he got. So I think it's good for both, for both sides, 49ers and for Debo. Jake, before we get to you, Eric, as a 49ers fan, Last year, he finished as the number two wide receiver. Do you see that in Debo's future? Sell it. Sure. Sell it? No. Nope. In fact, Jake has him in a, in a dynasty league that I know of, and I've been telling him to shop That you him. run. Well, that I, you, should, you should sell him, or at least field calls on him, in my opinion. And that's coming from a 49ers fan, if that means anything. But that's oh. just my, my personal opinion, but... He, he won't finish. I'd be surprised if he finishes top 10 this year. Jake, thoughts? 
Um, it's not news. Um, there was no doubt that he was going to sign with the 49ers. He was just trying to get, get some money. Um, I don't think the 49ers are upset about it. They, they wanted to sign him, and I think there is no doubt in anyone's mind that he's returning the 49ers. Um, having him in a dynasty league, I was hoping that he would maybe find a new home. Um, I, I'm not a fan of, I'm not a believer in uh, Trey Lance. Um, I, I think he's I think he's going to be a bust. Um, doesn't even sound like they can make they can't even make it sound like he's doing good right now. Right. I'm kind of with you guys. I'm I'm more about Brandon Ayuk this year than I am Debo Samuel. Um, I feel like Debo was just kind of force fed the ball a lot last year, and I don't see that quite happening now with knowing Trey Lance is going to use his legs. Um, and I know he has a connection with Brandon Ayuk already. Um, I was kind of hoping I don't have any shares of Brandon Ayuk in any of our dynasty leagues. I've been trying to get him all year. Um, people just aren't selling. And But now with this news of Debo sell, or signing, I could see some people jumping off ship, or ship of the Brandon Ayuk bandwagon. Oh, yeah, definitely. So yeah, definitely. I, I'd say 49ers, if if it's if their name isn't Kittle or Debo, it's not even worth taking a look at right now until right. Trey Lance proves himself. All right. I got another one. Russell Gage impressing in Tampa Bay uh training camp. Head coach Todd Bulls called the wide receiver the one to stand out. Now with the signing of Julio Jones. Where do you see Russell Gage this year? He's kind of been a fantasy darling going into this year with assuming Chris Godwin misses time uh, recovering from his torn ACL. There's no Gronk. Julio, we just don't know. I mean, the guy went healthy, even though he's getting old, he's still Julio Jones. There's Mike Evans. Is Russell Gage still looking to be a prime breakout candidate this year? We starting with here. Whoever wants to jump in, either one of you go. All right. Um, I I don't think so. I I mean, how long are you gonna wait for him to break out? Um, how old is he now? I think he's twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, I I mean it. There's a reason why they went and got Julio Jones. So I would say, not news either way. Right. Eric, yeah, I mean. He he broke out last year on a Falcons team, right? That had who to throw to. I don't even no know one. how to say that. I don't even know how to say the number one option's name. Olamidas Zacchaeus or whatever. Like Kyle. Oh yeah. They Pitts. they. Yeah. He's oh, on well, my he's on my dynasty team. Okay, so Kyle Pitts too, but he's how many guys come into camp and they say, "Oh man, he looks good." Or Leonard Fournette, he looks like he's two hundred sixty pounds. Is is he really two hundred sixty pounds? Like right. I think there's way too many mouths to feed. It's it's Mike Evans. It's going to be. I think Julio Jones is a bigger signing there than than Russell Gage looking good. To be honest with you, I think Tom Brady loves those outside guys. And Godwin coming off the pup, yeah, that doesn't mean he's going to play week one. But I still think he plays by week what three or four at, at worst case. And at that point, when Chris Godwin's playing, then is Russell Gage going to get playing time? Probably not. I don't know. That to me that. I, I think it's overblown there by Arian saying that. Right. And don't forget the likings of Tyler Johnson. Maybe he'd 
oversteps yep. Russell Gage. So last one for you guys. He's a white guy, Scotty Miller. Yeah, he's is, gone. Is he still he? on the roster? I think he's, he's gone. gone. I think he was gone last year. God, I thought he was gonna do something there. <laughs> the guy that ripped out the Packers hearts in the playoffs. <laughs> All right, last one for you. Miles Sanders receives backing from Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni says Sanders is our guy. Do you think he is going to be the lead back with uh, sharing uh, the role with Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott? Which one of the three do you feel like will be the main guy? I think Sanders is the main guy, but he's been the main guy for, what, three years now? And What does that mean in Philadelphia? Gainwell still going to get his touches. They'll probably mix in Boston Scott a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, lo- I love Miles but- Sanders' talent. But, Don't you think it's be kind of like flavor of the week there? I mean, yeah. they're kind of uh, exactly. N- no one's. They're all gonna get playing time, but none of them are gonna have value. And Jalen Hurts will get all the rushing touchdowns. Yeah, right. And I think that's the one. One thing too, Sanders. He actually had a decent year last year when healthy. The problem was he just never found the end zone, and yeah. I think that's what killed his numbers. And I think that's what fantasy uh, football players doesn't stay healthy. Onto, and he doesn't stay healthy. And I think Kenneth Gainwell is the one that's getting a lot of praise too from everyone, beat writers, um, or just the Twitter world loving Kenneth Gainwell. So I think Miles Sanders could be some sneaky value if he's falling, you know, in the sixth, seventh, eighth round. Right now he's going as the running back 28, which I think in a run heavy offense. I think that's about right for him. Because I think as a team, they had like, 20 I think it was like somewhere in the mid 20s rushing touchdowns last year and he got none Boston Scott had like six or eight like it's gonna it's gonna regress a little bit I still I think he gets four four to six touchdowns rushing and receiving total but that'll definitely help from what he was last year anyway right all right well actually I do have one more this is just for Eric um and I'll fill you in but oh boy this but wow don't even want to hear from me Travis Etienne continues (laughs) to shine in the Jaguars camp looks like the most dangerous potential weapon the Jaguars have on offseason what does that take much (laughs) that is very true that is very true does it take much no um I have been a person that has been pumping Travis Etienne. I loved him last year. I would have taken him number one overall, number one running back overall last year if oh, you were playing oh. Dynasty. Love the guy. I think he's just uber talented. Um, and then now his value is just kind of plummeted with his injury last year. He's healthy. Yes, James Robinson is still on the team. Yes, James Robinson will probably play week one. But let's be real. How Many people recovered from the Achilles injury after year one, looking the same as what they did. I love Travis Etienne. Eric always rips me for Travis Etienne. Is so he going to get the goal line work? He doesn't what, need the goal line work when what he's little carrying goal it from the 30 yard line to the end okay. zone. Yeah. Who, who is, he, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Not that it, well, they might have 10 goal line rushes th- this year. Their team's going to be so I mean, it, it could be Trevor Lawrence. It could be yeah. like well, he he did a lot of that at Clemson. Yeah, yeah. The guy can. I run. just I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Travis Etienne could be a home run hitter, but until I see him play and prove me wrong, I am not in at where you would have to reach for him because there's 
there's too many people that are high on him that will take him a lot earlier than I will. Right. All right. You guys ready for this mock draft? You bet. Mock draft. All right. So to give you a little background about the mock draft, uh, we are playing uh, the Derek Megable rules and settings. So this is a full point PPR uh, draft. Um, it is a one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, three flex spots. These flex spots can be either running back, wide receiver, or tight end. And there is one defense with six bench. Um, Eric's going to be drafting from the 10 spot today. Jake will be at the one spot. I will be at the two spot. Uh, we are all in separate divisions this year in the Mega Bowl. It just so happened that both Jake and Eric have the number one draft spot in each of theirs. Um, Eric was kind enough to go to the back uh, of the draft just to kind of give you guys a look at what uh, team drafting at number 10 might look like. Um, so hopefully we can provide some insight stuff that we're looking at when drafting because um, there's just so many different ways you can go. But I will say I've done a couple mock drafts and that third flex spot can get a little ugly. So um, we're going to take you into this. Uh, we'll try to provide the best coverage we can. Boys, I'm going to start the draft. All right, our draft starts in 20 seconds. Um, Jake, you're at the number one spot. I think it's pretty consensus on who everybody in the Mega Bowl is going to take. There might be a surprise here and there. You just never know. Jake, what are you looking at at the number one spot? I, I mean, I'm obviously taking Jonathan Taylor. Um, I just want to, I do want to point out, I, I got the number one spot. I don't like it, especially this year. I just don't like – I feel like you're putting all your eggs into that, that one guy when you could be at the tail end of the draft and you could get a little more value than waiting, what, 24 picks for your next pick. I but, agree. Yep. Taking Jonathan Taylor here. No doubt about it. That's the safe right. pick. I agree. I, I, I think if you're at the 101, you have to take Jonathan Taylor. He's going to get the cover – or he's going to get the carries. He's going to have all the touches. We'll see if Matt Ryan checks down to him, but I think it's a great pick. Here I'm up at the 102. I have a couple different options. Um, Christian McCaffrey, who has burned people over the past couple of years with injuries. Oof. He's looking like the top guy. When healthy, he's someone that probably can win you the league. But the question is if he's going to stay healthy. There's guys like Austin Eckler, but in a full PPR, there are guys like Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup that make things very interesting. I do think Justin Jefferson is going to blow up this year, I think, with them changing the offense a little bit. I'm not sure if Cooper Cup can keep the pace he did last year, but even if he got a quarter of it, I think that's still great value. I have eight seconds to draft. I am going to go. I'm going to pray for health. Christian McCaffrey at the 102. I, I just, I'm just happy that I'm not going to be in a position to draft Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I would absolutely have taken him in your position, I'm just glad that I didn't have to. I think, okay, so I have a question for you guys. Do you guys take the safe pick there and go with you know, whoever else, a wide receiver or running back, Eckler or Jefferson? Or do you take a big gamble with McCaffrey who could easily win you a league if he stays healthy for half the year? 
Right. So at the one three one Henry, then Cup, then Eckler, Jefferson, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Delvin Cook at the 109. Eric Bars, you're up at the 110, 30 seconds on the clock. What are you going to do? Well, I don't know here. Um, it is tough to not take Kelsey here um, and get that huge, huge advantage. But I think of the big three wide receivers that, are left, that is left, but Jamar Chase falling to the 10 spot is a little too hard to pass up. So I will go with Jamar Chase. I think I that's exactly that. what I would have done. Yep. Take the upside in a PPR definitely would have done that. Well, and you're also sitting back here at three with Travis Kelsey still available. Right. So before we get to Eric, we Devonta Adams went at the 111. Uh, DeAndre Swift went at the 112 right on the turn, made when Stefan Diggs and then Debo Samuel. Eric, it just so happened that the guy that you considered at the 110 fell to you. Travis Kelsey is still sitting there. What else? Is there anyone else you're even looking at? So <laughs> I'm going to eat my own words here. I'm not going to take Kelsey. Wow. Um, <laughs> I knew he wasn't. This going is to. a really hard. You start talking about him like you ain't taking a tight end in the first I, round. I think it's so hard to leave the first two rounds and not come away with your RB1. Um, I think you have Especially to invest in that year. this year. But I'm going with a guy who I think can be a top five wide receiver easily this year in CD Lamb. God, that is a great pick, but I was hoping he would fall to me. Um, so C. Lamb went to Eric at the 203, yeah. followed by Saquon Barkley, Travis Kelsey, Leonard Fournette, Nick Chubb, Kyle Pitts, Tyreek Hill, and Javante Williams. Leaving me, oh, I was hoping for a few of those guys. Um, so guys I'm kind of looking at right here, um, Aaron Jones being the top running back. I already have Christian McCaffrey. It would be nice to come away with a great wide receiver. Mark Andrews is there, one of the top tight ends. Um, the last of the kind of the tier one tight ends. You can maybe throw George Kittle in there. Mike Evans, Keenan Allen. Uh, Alvin Kamara, we just don't know if we're going to, I think we're going to hear tomorrow on his suspension. But I am going to go Aaron Jones from the Green Bay Packers at the 211. Oof. Oh, I can see that coming. It, it hurts me to do that, but I have to go what's best. Jake, you're on the clock at the 2-1. Yeah, so I get back-to-back two, two, picks here. Um, I, I, I got one of the, if not the best, running back. I'm not feeling a lot of pressure to get another running back here. I am feeling some pressure to fill up those flex spots. Can't fill up those flex spots until you fill up your wide receiver spots. There's some pretty, two very... I would say proven wide receivers and I'm going to, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go Mike Evans and I'm, I'm going to go uh, Keenan Allen. Those are wow. safe. I, I like it. I would have done exactly wide that. Receivers. Yep. Mike Evans, you know, especially if Chris Godwin misses time and then also Keenan Allen, he, well, he just gets the know Mike that... Evans is, is getting the targets in, in the end zone, the red zone. He's going to about there. In every is he red with zone Julio now? Or do you think Julio, Julio takes has any never other gotten red zone targets? When's Julio gotten red zone targets? He's never been. Career? I don't know. When it, when he was at the top right. of the game, that was You're his right. thing. Like he would have 300 yards receiving without any touchdowns at the top of his game. Right. So here I am sitting. I already have Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones. I have two running backs filled up. 
the wide receivers, I was hoping one of those wide receivers would fall to me, either Allen or Mike Evans. Looking at T. Higgins, A.J. Brown. Um, but I'm going to play the suspension game right here. Um, I'm going to hope for one to two games. I'm going to go Elvin Kamara. I'll fill out a flex spot. The time was ticking. I pr- got pressured on that. <laughs> Don't really love the pick. I'm sure you guys are going to hate the pick because it's just so much unknown. If he's getting a one, two to game or one or two game suspension, if he gets yeah. the full six, then yes, you're, that is yeah, a terrible pick. Yep. So at the three, three win, our first quarterback, Josh Allen, followed by James Conner, Mark Andrews, Antonio Gibson, AJ Brown, T Higgins, and Michael Pittman Jr. Who is definitely rising up the ranks. Eric Barshier at the three ten. What are you going to do? Well, I have two receivers, Jamar Chase and CD lamb should probably go running back here and get my RB one, but I do not. Let's see. I got David Montgomery, Zeke, Cam Akers, ETN. Don't love any of them guys. Not going to take a quarterback this early, but I do love DJ Moore, so I'm going to go DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Do you love DJ Moore because Baker Mayfield, or you just like DJ Moore because he's DJ Moore? I like DJ Moore because he's DJ Moore, and you know he's getting the targets. And I think McCaffrey being healthy, if if McCaffrey is healthy this year, it's only going to help him. Right. It's going to open up that field more for him. Right. At the 311, went Cam Akers, rounded out by Jalen Waddell at the 312. George Kittle went at the 401, followed by Terry McLaurin. Eric, you're up at the 403. All righty. So I think here I have to don't know if I can wait any longer for an RB1. Um, so <laughs> I think there's some, there's some good ones. I am stuck here between there's one really good one. Between Zeke, if he's going to get the workload, or hop on Derek's bandwagon and take ETN. What? And in a PPR no league, I think in Three a big seconds. league like this, I have, I'm have i reaching. I'm going to ETN here. I'm going to see how uh, I love it. I love it, even though I wanted him. Ah. It's You know what? It, I would have went between Zeke, knowing he's going to get the touches, and ETN. I probably would have went ETN. I have to stick with my word. I think it's a great pick. At the 404 went Deontay Johnson, followed by Brees Hall, Allen Robinson, DK Metcalf, David Montgomery, Zeke, Darren Waller, and here I am up at the 411. So right now I have three running backs, no wide receivers. Um, it, 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 it's not pretty right now. Let's just say that what's what's out there. Especially at the wide receiver, if I'm looking for a wide receiver one, you know, you got your Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton, Hollywood Brown, Mike Williams. But I'm going to go a different route. I am going to go quarterback before Jake takes his quarterback. And I am going to go Justin Herbert at the 411. Don't hate it. Ooh, I I like it because I didn't want him. Um, <laughs> I uh, this is where it gets. I don't I don't like any of the guys that are available to me. I I guess I like Brandon Cooks, but I as a running back, I don't want Josh Jacobs. I don't want any. I don't want a running back unless his name is Lamar Jackson. Um. <sighs> I, I, th- I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go Brandon Cooks. The Brandon Cooks believer. 
Yep. I'm but a, the good, I'm gonna, the good I'm thing is you got back to back. David, so. The Davis Mills and, believer. And and I'm you know Patrick Mahomes is available right now. Um, I'm not gonna take him. I'm I'm going quarterback, and it's it's not gonna be Patrick Mahomes. I I'm going Lamar Jackson. I he's just a he's just a fantasy stud. Yep. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I I agree. Fifth you round. Know, if there's anybody that can have a QB one season, it's going to be Lamar just based off rushing. And he just did a couple years ago. He just did a couple years ago. I feel like him and bait. I, I absolutely love Rashad Bateman. Um, I think and Mark Andrews, I, I agree. I think Lamar is out to prove something this year. I think it's a great pick. So on the board at the, or Jake took Lamar Jackson at the five Oh one. I'm sitting at the five Oh two. I do not have a wide receiver yet. Um, and there are, two guys I'm really looking at right here. One being Mike Williams. Um, I have the, or have the connection with uh, Justin Herbert, have those two together. And I also love Hollywood Brown. No um, DeAndre Hopkins for the first yeah. how many games? I Six feel like weeks. he's going to get forest fed. But I'm going to go Mike Williams. He will be my wide receiver one. I think that's the right pick. Team him up with Herbert. So after Mike Williams... Went Hollywood Hollywood Brown went at the 503, followed by Juju, Jerry Judy at the 505, followed by Patrick Mahomes, Cortland Sutton, DeAndre Hopkins, and Amon Ron St. Brown. Eric Barsh, you're up at the 510. Alrighty, so uh, let me get to my team here. So I am still looking for an RB2. I love the wide receivers in this range. I'm one who will not take a quarterback this early. And the tight ends, I don't like anybody on the tight end board right now. And I am with you on the Rashad Bateman train this year. I think he is about to bust out. Um, I don't know who else they're going to throw to besides Mark Andrews underneath. And the running backs are hurt. But Rashad Bateman is going to make a splash this year. Excellent. I love it. I can't. Probably what I would do if I was in your shoes. I don't know about Jake, but all right. At the five eleven went Josh Jacobs followed by Elijah Mitchell. I'm surprised that is not the route you went. Starting the sixth round at six oh one went six oh one Amari Cooper followed by Darnell Mooney. Eric, you're back up on the clock at six oh three. This it's round six. You're not gonna for me to get a guy here who could potentially if he's is if he's even 80 percent of the guy he was two don't years do ago, it don't do Mike, it michael thomas is top 10 wide receiver and i'm getting him in the Ooh. sixth round don't i know i'm it. heavy on flexes right now but i am all over that in the sixth round you're definitely all in on him i i just not i don't think anyone you else have is. to be james winston's gonna throw 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 eric you Especially know if I, the out. other team no i Eric, I feel like we're living the same or <laughs> I, I, I love your team. I will say that. You've because I have ETN. Guys. That's the only reason why ETN, you love it. But I'm also a believer in Michael Thomas coming back this year, getting force fed, getting the ball. Let's get to the draft. 604 went Chris Godwin, followed by Gabriel Davis. Going already in the sixth round, Elijah Moore, Hunter Rumpro, Adam Thielen, J.K. Dobbins, and Drake London, our first rookie wide receiver. The 611 is sitting with me. There's just not a whole lot there for studs, I would say. And I need to fill out my wide receiver room. I'm going to select a guy who I 
love last year coming out of the draft. I thought he had a very good rookie season. Yes, he got competition in A.J. Brown, but I'm going to draft Devontae Smith. I feel like his talent will be shown this year. He's going to get the uh, second-best cornerback on every defense. That wide receiver room is hurting on your team right now. Yeah, yes, yes. And I think at the end, the draft grade is going to say, wow. You are terrible. <laughs> so, Jake, you are on the board. You got yeah. back-to-back picks so, with the 6-12 and the 7-1. I'm feeling a little pressure to get a, a running back here. Um, the available to me in this order is uh, A.J. Dillon, Miles Sanders, Chase Edmonds, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick one of them. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I, th- I think with that offense, I think he's going to be used a lot. Um, and I think he Ronald got kind of a pick last year. Um, ooh, there's, Did you pick CEH because you felt you had to get another running back or because you actually like him? I, I feel better about him than the other options. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, you got to start. You got to have one. At this point, you got to play upside, and I feel like you're on the Kansas City offense. When yeah. you've played and you've been healthy, you've actually done well. I, I honestly, I'm probably going to run out of time here because I don't like anybody. <laughs> um, oh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go with the tight end here. TJ Hawkinson, he's gonna go. He got a lot of targets last year. They're gonna get, they get me. No. So TJ Hawkinson, that's the guy. I, I don't like take it. Right there. I, it's one of those spots in the draft where you're like, you really start scrolling through the list, and I, I don't feel great about it. Right. So right now I have three running backs, two wide receivers, in which the two wide receivers kind of suck. I have uh, Justin Herbert. The best options for me right now, Dalton Schultz is there. You know, he's probably the next, the last of the next tier of tight ends. Tyler Lockett, do I trust Drew Locke or Geno Smith? Not really. Christian Kirk, ooh, man. A.J. Dillon sitting there at running back. I already have Aaron Jones. I hate the root for Packers, so it's kind of hard for me to do that. I'm going to select the guy that was considered our guy by Nick Sirianni. I'm going to play the upside in hopes he gets touchdowns this year. I'm going to go Miles Sanders to fill out another flex spot for me. You can bash it. It's all right. But the other guy I considered in this spot went right behind me. I was kind of hoping he'd fall. Is Kadarius Tony went at the 703, followed by Kyler Murray. Yeah. Feeling hurts. TJ Lock- or Lockett. Uh, Traylon Burks, A.J. Dillon, Joe Burrow, Eric Barsh, you're up at the 710. All right, I'm looking at defenses here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm looking at defenses. <laughs> um, so, I still need an RB2 here, and it is not looking good with Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds, Damian Harris, Tony Pollard. I have all my flexes and wide receivers filled out. And Ayuk is sitting there staring at me, and I feel like I need to take him. But I think I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. Um, I think with uh, Deshaun Watson 
most likely getting some kind of a, a suspension. I mean, Brissett's going to have nothing but to dump it down to Cream Hunt. So yeah, right. I agree. I I have to take a shot on him. At the seven twelve went Alan Lazard. Eight oh one start at the eighth round went Robert Woods, followed by Tom Brady. Eight oh three, Eric Barsh, you're on the clock. What do you do? And because my running backs are hurting so bad, I think I am going to take another shot on one in Chase Edmonds and what could be explosive offense this year um, with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle and Tua taking another step. Hopefully uh, Chase Edmonds is the victor in that. Right. No, I think that's a great pick. Um, you got to play the upside at this point, especially with the way the rosters are set. And if you don't have, you know, two stud running backs, you got to hope that Edmonds finds the end zone quite a bit this year, which I think that offense will move the ball pretty freely. I feel like they're going to be a, a good team. So at the 804 went Christian Kirk, followed by Garrett Wilson, Dak Prescott, Chase Claypool, Brandon Ayuk, Devin Singletary, and James Cook at the 810. Here I sit at the 811. Um, I have my quarterback. So right now I'm sitting with Justin Herbert, McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Mike Williams, Devontae Smith, Alvin Kamara. Time is ticking. I don't have much time. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I think I'm getting clocked out. What did the clock do for me? Damian Harris? <laughs> Russell the Gage. Guy, guy. I got Russell Gage. Yep. Your so guy. Russell Gage went with me. My guy. That's not what I wanted to do. Um, unfortunately, I got talking too much. Missed my pick. I am that person. Jake Smith, I'll let you talk. You're at the 12. Yep. Um, so I think here um since that second running back spot i'm not feeling real great about i think i'm going to take a shot on someone um one of his competitors is above sitting above in the draft uh, i'm not a big rashad penny fan i i am going to take a shot at at kenneth walker um and see see if he turns out um i think he wants to be called ken walker i'm gonna call him kenneth Why would you not take Rashad Penny there instead of Ken Walker? You really believe Ken Walker is going to be the guy for majority I, of the year? I, I don't think Rashad Walker, I don't think they believe in him. I don't think they want him to be their running back. Yeah, they're not They're not one guy, Jake. It's two different guys. It's Rashad Penny and Ken Walker. What did I say? Rashad Walker. Huh. Well, it's, you're going to hear that a lot because I do that all the time. Let's just say that. You should have drafted Rashad Walker. Rashad All right, is, you're up. Is Rashad He's Walker start the ninth round. What are you going to do? Don't time out like me. You got 20 seconds in the 901. Jake, what do you do? Oh, man, it's getting it's getting tight here. Um, I think I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go with a rookie here that I think is going to get a lot of targets. I like it. Chris Olave. Yes, I absolutely love it. Actually, that was the person I was trying to click uh before Russell Gage was just automatically... I, I actually, front, instead so. of uh, Kenneth Walker, I wanted James Cook. That went right before Russell Gage. That's who I would have took. I don't, yeah, we can... Well, in the Mega Bowl, there is no trade, so we can't trade, unfortunately. But you didn't um, get him, would, did you? Did I get Russell Gage? No, I wanted James Cook. Oh, sorry. Before yes. Russell Gage. Yes, yep, sorry. I did not get him, and I wouldn't have selected him. So I'm up at the 902. I have 30 seconds left. So some of the best players I'm looking at right now, Tony Pollard, 
Will he or will he not be more part of the Dallas Cowboys offense? Damian Harris, he is a touchdown machine, but Ramani Stevenson is right behind him. Do I go Rashad Penny? Or do I try to fill out my wide receivers a little bit more? I have five seconds. I am going to go Tony Pollard, being the Dallas owner that I am. I don't know about Zeke. I hope Zeke does well because I know they're going to give him the ball, but I do think they're going to use Pollard in the slot a lot more, a lot more. I, I like game. Pollard. I just think he's wasting behind Zeke. Right. I agree too. And he's on a contract year, so they're probably going to try to get the most out of him. Behind uh, at the 903 went Damian Harris, followed by his teammate Stevenson. 905 went Michael Gallup. 906 Sky Moore, a guy that I absolutely love. 907 yeah. went Kenny Galladay, followed by Russell Wilson. Rashad Penny finally went at the 909. Eric, you are up at the 910. What are you going to do? Well, I can't believe he's fallen this far to me. He's probably by next year going to be borderline the 101 or 102 pick. And I'm taking Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. So it's a surprise. Is that your QB one at number one? Yes, it is. But I think here's, here's the important thing. I think if you're going to take a guy like Trey Lance or Justin Fields or any of them rookies that have the high upside rushing, the quarterback is so deep this year. I could take a Kirk Cousins right now and just back him up with Kirk Cousins, who's probably always going to be a back-end QB1, QB2. Fields is available, and you took... You didn't take him. I just don't get it. Trey Lance is the better quarterback. <laughs> All right, and at I'm, the 9-11 went Cordell Patterson, followed by Aaron Rodgers. Melvin Gordon started out the second or the 10th round at the 10-01, followed by our first defense, Buffalo. Eric, you're on the clock. What are you going to do? I am going... So I basically have everything filled out besides tight end. Um, unless you're going to get a Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller, one of them top guys, I think you almost have to wait. I think there's too much value later on in tight end. They're too 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 equal, I should say. Um, so I am actually going to go here, and I clocked out. I mean, you got a good did the, pick. Did the clock speed up? No, I okay. Nope. It's not even close to what I'm gonna take, but hey, I like uh, it. Whatever, hey. that's fine. So you got Jacoby Myers with the auto pick at 10:03, 10:04. Win Dallas Goddard, followed by Michael Carter, uh, Christian Watson at the 10:06, followed by Tyler Boyd, Damian Pierce, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Parker. I'm up at the 10. Um, I can't believe you guys clocked me out. Hey, sometimes it sucks to suck. I'd rather clock out in the 10th round rather than the sixth round. <laughs> that's Hope true. Say that. So I am sitting. I still have a tight end position available. I don't really like who is there. Um, I could go defense. Nah, not really interested in that either. There's just not a lot here. Um, oh boy, I'm going to clock out here. I am going to go Rondell Moore in hopes that he gets more targets in this offense without you should just hope that he gets targeted farther than a half a yard downfield right right but in a ppr he's getting 10 targets at a yard i don't care i'll i will take it jake you're up at the clock what are you gonna do um kind of sitting here with the decision i really like uh and don't don't um yell at me i'm gonna butcher his name pat (laughs) Fremuth. Fremuth, right like like the booze at Fremuth. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do really good this year. Um I already have a tight end. Uh I don't need him. Um but 
You always start him somewhere else. You could always yep. throw a tight end. Flexes. I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him. I like him. That, that's my first bench spot that I just filled. Um, so we're looking. There's a lot of tight ends in here. Kind of makes me wish I didn't take one so early. Um, I think there's a no-brainer pick for you here, right, right now. But I'll see what way you're gonna go. Um, at this point, you're just playing upside. Who? Still not yeah, yeah, you're playing just upside. trying to upside or potential, right? Twenty seconds. I'm Twenty I'm seconds going, on the clock. This is like I said. If you, I this think is why we're doing this. You had to go Ronald Jones this, there. You have who? no yeah. RB three, and you have Ceh. And if he doesn't turn out or he gets hurt, you'd have his backup. Who? Who did you say I should take? Ronald Jones. Sure. <laughs> sure. I think. All right, I don't I think he's doing well 11. on camp. I'm up at the eleven oh two. It is just crap left, and this is why we're doing this, just to kind of show you guys, hey, you're 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 going to be stretching out your team quite a bit. But I do want to get one of the top spots uh, that I have left open, and that I am going to be – I am that guy that goes early in defense. I do feel like you can score a lot of points on defense, um, and you can play matchups. So as much as I would love to have the Buffalo Bills defense, I am going to go with the next available. Uh, best available that is tampa bay they're in a very poor division i'm gonna play that they can score 20 points against atlanta both times and hope that those weeks i absolutely oh my god my guy what all right and after Brown jones no all right after me at the 1102 uh 1103 went jamal williams james robinson naheem hines isaiah spiller alexander madison MBS, Ronald Jones at the 1109, right before you at Eric Eric at the 1110. What are you going to do? Oh, well, I was looking at either Alexander Madison or Jamison Williams, and they both went right before my pick. So I think here I'm going to lock up my tight end. Um, I'm, I'm just – Dawson Knox is too touchdown dependent. Cole Komet, I believe, could have a lot of catches this year, but – I don't think anybody has the upside that Zach Ertz has this year, especially with Hopkins being out for half the year. So I'm going to get Zach Ertz here. Your I like tight end. Yeah. I, I, like I like it. I like it only because that was going to be my tight end pick. I was hoping you would go another round without taking a tight end. I think it was the right pick. So I now I'm sitting with my whole roster filled. I have two wide receivers on my bench. My running you, backs are pretty you weak. About this, I'm going to let yeah. people know what went at the 11. Went right behind Zach Ertz, went Rashad White, Gus Edwards, round 12, began with Daryl Henderson, and Tyler Algier. And unlike Derek, I don't believe defense is a big importance. I think that should be your last pick, in my opinion, but teach their own. I am going to go with a high upside pick and Kenneth Gainwell in that offense. I like it. All right. After Gainwell went, oh, my computer just keeps messing up. Dawson Knox, Raheem Mostert, uh, Nico Collins, Cole Komet, the Saints defense, 
and Tim Patrick went at the 12-9, followed by the Dallas Cowboys defense. Here I am sitting at the 12-11. Oh, boy, it is ugly. It is real ugly. Uh, my wide receivers are so poor, but there's just not a lot out there. I still don't have a tight end. Um, but I'm going to grab a guy that I think could get a lot of touchdowns. I think with his two running mates, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, the safeties are going to be really focused on them, just making sure they don't go over the top. Leave a Mike Isecki, who is a good athlete. Him and Tua had a pretty good season together last year. He scored 163 points. I'm going to go Mike Isecki, make him a my tight end. Jake, you're on the clock at the 12-12. All right. Um, back, back picks here. I'm just going to start out one that I feel good about. Um, it's it's very late in the draft. Um, so if you can find a guy that has a lot of upside in this in this part of the draft, um, I, I'm going to take Julio Jones. Uh, hmm. I have nothing to lose by taking him here. Boomer bust. I, it, exactly. And he's a guy that, who knows, maybe he'll drink from the fountain of youth. Tom Brady sure has. Maybe Brady will give him some of that Brady juice. And- he's uh, Mike Evans' injury away from potentially being a top 20 guy. So. Right. Great pick. Jake, right. you're back on the clock. Um, no, another guy here that is going to get targets um, in that offense, especially with Tyreek Hill being gone. And Sky Moore is still a question mark. I'm going Hardman. Mikol Hardman, the guy that never has been, but always is talked about being. Should this, be. This is going I mean, this to is be his chance. Yes, that's a great pick. All right. I have a ton of running backs, good running backs. My wide receivers are terrible. There's just not a lot available. I am going to play a guy, and somebody I thought Jake was going to take right here, a guy that I feel <laughs> is the most talented running back on the team. But he is the backup. I am going to go Khalil Herbert in hopes that I don't want to wish injury upon anyone. But if David Montgomery were to get injured, Khalil's going to get the full touches. And I think I, he can just explode. I would say it's more of a when Montgomery. Yes. I mean, it's new coaches and stuff. But if it's the same usage as last year, Montgomery is not going to be able to make it through the whole season. Correct. So um, one thing I to would, keep in mind, though, is Montgomery is on a contract year too, so right. he might have a little more incentive to play all the games. Right. So I went Khalil Herbert at the thirteen-two, followed by Herbert went Mark Ingram, the guy that just never goes away. Hunter Henry, Jahan, Jahan Dotson, Marlon Mack, um, Irv Smith. DJ Chark and Jamal Williams, Eric Marsh, you're on the clock. What are you going to do? Oh, well, like we said, we're, uh, we're reaching for upside here late in drafts. Um, I'm going to go Matt Stafford here. Um, I already have Trey Lance at quarterback, but if he does not work out, uh, Matt Stafford was a top 10 guy last year at the quarterback position and with well, no you, rushing. So you just took adds, the starting quarterback. He so. adds Allen Robinson. Right. I th- excellent pick. It's if you're going Trey Lance or even Jalen Hurts, one of those upside guys early. I think if you can get a Matthew Stafford or even a Derek Carr late, Kirk Cousins, I think you're set. It's a safe safety net, you know, with the high upside of that other pick. Especially Matthew Stafford going to 13th round. I think that's great. So after Stafford went David Njoku, Derek Carr, 
Sony Michelle started out the 14th round, followed by Daryl Williams at the 14.02. Eric Barsh, you're on the clock. What are you going to do? I am going to take a guy who it sounds like he will be starting this year in three wide receiver sets, which they run a lot of in L.A., and I'm going to take Josh Palmer if I can draft him. Yep, I got him. Oh, boy. That was a close one. Love it. Absolutely love it. So after Palmer, my computer will stop messing up. After Palmer went, Brian Robinson, followed by Tyler Davis Price. Wait, not Tyler. What is it? Tyrion. Tyrion Davis Price. Sorry. Kenyon Drake. Deontay Foreman. The guy I was going to take as a safety net. Chuba Hubbard. Everybody's playing the CMC injury. Uh, James White. Boston Scott. I'm on the clock. At this point, at this point, I'm just trying to round out my bench. I have three bench spots left. Corey Davis sitting there probably as your top wide receiver. Jameson Crowder. There's Marvin Jones. Robbie Anderson. Does Robbie Anderson, you know, connect with Baker Mayfield? Assuming Baker is the quarterback. It's just not pretty. Running back, there's just not a whole lot there. I'm going to go defense again. And I'm going to draft the Indianapolis Colts deep. They are in a poor division. I'm going to play the matchups from week to week. Tampa, Indy, defense, yes. Not a lot of people like going two defenses on a team, but. Yeah, that's weak. I, I got to get points when I can, especially when your third flex spot might be piss poor. Yep. Jake, you're on the clock. You got back-to-back picks. Yeah, Um, I, I'm just rounding also running off my bench spots. I still need a backup quarterback. I, I mean, it should be a crime that this guy fell to me this late. What is it? What is it? 14th round. It's Justin Fields all the way. Um, top 10 quarterback, I'd, I'd say, next this upcoming season, with, without a doubt. I like it. At, th- at this point, do you guys look <laughs> at your at your bye weeks at all? Do you guys care about that? I, I mean, I, I think you, you should. Um, was I? No, I have a minute to talk about what I'm going to pick. As I and, as I uh, say that, Jonathan Taylor has a week 14 bye, and that's the first week of playoffs in the Mega Bowl. Just a FYI. Ooh, yes, that's, that's a good thing, thing to bring up. Actually, week 14 is not the first week of playoffs. It actually starts in week 12, if you okay. remember right. Uh, oh, I, never, I, didn't, I didn't make it last year. year. So, yeah. so he could be he could be like out. Yeah, he could playoffs. be out. So if you you need that first That's round bite, factor. Yep, I agree. Oh, I need. All right, Jake, you're on the clock. What are you gonna do at the 15th pick? I'm taking Time's defense. I'm going Rams. Rams defense. Ah, oh, that is a great pick. They're in a very good offense. Part of the reason I stayed away from them, but when you got Jalen Ramsey, you got Aaron Donald. They're just freaking loaded. Well, they got Bobby a quick. Finger. They got a quick offense too. They score yeah. touchdowns too fast, but. Man, they got a good defense. So I'm on the clock at the 15.02. At this point, I am just completely playing upside. It is, oh, man, I just, there's just not a lot there. I need wide receiver help. I'm loaded at running back, but my wide receivers are terrible. I'm going to play an upside guy who I feel is going to get a lot of opportunities, especially start the season. I think my, Michael Gallup is not going to be healthy. I have never been a James Washington guy. CeeDee Lamb is clearly going to be the wide receiver one, but Dak has shown that he can have two to three wide receivers passing options. I'm going to take rookie Jalen Tolbert. 
with the 1502. Great pick at that point. All right, followed a 1503 went Matt Breida, followed by Gerald Everett, Samaji Pirine. I think keeps messing up. Zamir White, Miles Gaskin, Rex Burkhead, Kirk Cousins, Eric on the clock at 15-10. So here, I think as a point, it's the last two rounds. Now you can take a defense. Um, and I think the 49ers, the most talented defense left here, but being that, being that they have to face the Cardinals and the Rams twice a year and other talented teams. I'm going to go with the Packers who get to face the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings. Like it. That should be a lot of interceptions and fumbles and a lot of turnovers in that division. Playing in the cold. I agree. All right. So after Green Bay went Trevor Lawrence, Hassan Haskins, and the 16th round started out with the New York Giants defense, followed by Alec Pierce. Eric, your last pick in the 16th round. Give the viewers something what they're looking at because, as I keep saying, it's ugly. Upside, upside, upside. And this guy, if he can get a decent quarterback this year, I think he's going to be the most talented wide receiver on his team. And – you can only run Najee Harris so much. You're going to have to throw the ball. And George Pickens is the guy that I think could have a monster season once they involve him. <sighs> and more. I was sniped. Damn it, Eric. I was sniped. Had him queued up and everything. Yep, so did I. <laughs> there was two guys I had queued up. He was the first one. All right. After George Pickens, we went defense-heavy with the New England Patriots, Stanford, or the 49ers defense, Baltimore, L.A. Chargers, another team that I really like their defense. Um, Damian Williams went at the 1608, followed by Pittsburgh, Sterling Shepard. Last pick for me, upside, upside, what do I do? I'm going to take a guy, hmm, he's not currently on a team, which isn't sexy. Ooh. But... But towards the playoffs, this is a guy that if he gets in the right situation, proves that he's been a fantasy star. Did he have a bad finger last year? OBJ. No. Sitting there. The last pick, I'll let him ride my bench in hopes he lands on a team. Eric or Jake, closing out the draft. Mr. Irrelevant. Ooh. um, Okay. So. I'm going to go with a guy. I'm not going to pick him. I just want to talk about him. Um, I really like Donovan Peoples-Jones. If if uh, Watson was playing, he's he's good. He's a stud. Um, they did draft a wide receiver. Um, you not know, the just more a I talk wide receiver. Him, Let's just – David Bell, I, he's one just of my have, darlings. They one just of my have so many darlings. Guys. Maybe not this year. Moving forward, David Bell, if you're a dynasty player, grab him. People's Jones has been getting highlighted in camp, too. I'm going to go, and you guys are going to laugh, but I'm going Byron Pringle. Hey, there's your Bears. They have to throw it to someone. They can't throw it to Mooney every time. (laughs) I I liked Pringle and Casey. Hey, Pringle, I thought you might go into Kill Harry. I wasn't sure what you're going to do, but. I don't think. I don't know if it, it, just can't, make it, a team. it can't be all Darnell Mooney. 
yes, I think Cole Komet's going to get a lot of targets, but they got to throw up another wide receiver. Cole Komet hasn't proved to be worth worth anything. Correct. Pringle looked decent, but he was also getting the ball thrown to him from Mahomes, so that's a little different than Justin Fields. He's the number two team on a team that's going to have to throw the ball a lot. Right. All right, boys, draft grades. What did they give you? Eric, start with you. What was your draft grade? Not good. Uh, 78 out of 100. Woo! You passed. You, yes, <laughs> you passed. Yeah. If, if, so I was, if passed. I was in high school, I would have been throwing a party for this one. So, <laughs> Can, you, not can lying. you give a list of your starters? So, okay. So if I was starting today, I would start Trey Lance at quarterback. But this has Matthew Stafford as my starting quarterback. Travis Etienne and Chase Edmonds. As my two running backs, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb at wide receiver, Zach Ertz at tight end. My flexes are D.J. Moore, Rashad Bateman, and Kareem Hunt, which I would sub out for Michael Thomas. And then my defense is the Green Bay Packers. I mean, that is a solid, a solid group. Um, but clearly, the experts don't agree with you, Jake. What um, did they give you? I got a, I got an eighty-two out of a hundred. Um, which I think is, I think it's better than it should be. Um, I'm not, I made some mistakes in this draft. Uh, things that I would have done differently and wish I would have done differently. Um, starting with, I took TJ Hawkinson. I, there were so many good tight ends down below that I, nah, I wish I would have. But he was in made, that tier, that top tier tight end that was but, left. But then there's guys later in the draft that you wish you would have got. So I wish I would have reached for someone maybe lower in the draft there. Um, You know, I felt good about the Lamar Jackson draft. But then once the draft projected, there's a lot of good quarterbacks later in the draft. Right. Like like Matt Stafford, I would would be completely all right if he was my draft pick. Instead of taking Lamar at number five, I could fill out one of my – Flex spots with somebody better. I, I'm not a big fan of my flex spots. I mean, I got Braden Cooks, uh, Kenan Walker, Pat Firemuth. I, I mean, I wouldn't start Pat or Ken. I'd probably start like Chris Olave and maybe someone else that does well. I don't know. I got a lot of question marks. I don't like my team, I guess is my, what I'm saying. Yeah, and you know, this isn't going to be the exact team that you're going to draft. I mean, who knows what's going to fall, but yeah, I mean, right. I thought the way you start out, obviously Jonathan Taylor at the 101 you take, but you know, just getting ball dominant wide receivers and Mike Evans and Keenan Allen. I thought you started out great. I like the TJ Hawkinson pick that you had. Um, I thought you had a great draft. I don't know what they hated on. Maybe it was Lamar Jackson where you, you had taken them. Maybe if you would have waited, they would give you a better draft grade, but dude, you could have the QB one. So. Yeah, I think the, the main thing about his team is just the, the RB2 situation is right. how it, how is that going to play out? But, you know, you're not going to hit perfect in every position. So what do you want your strength to be? And he wanted his strength to be a quarterback. And so he took Lamar Jackson. Exactly. Well, boys. They only. <laughs> I you know, just I, saw. I got a 97 out of 100 in April. Oh, jeez. The top draft. I don't know what you want to pick this. So, you know, sometimes it's just good to be good, even though I, my team, most of them probably won't play. Well, obviously, I went Alvin Kamara, 
pretty early, knowing he's going to get suspended. My first pick, Christian McCaffrey, he could play one game. He could play, if I could get 15, if I could get anywhere between 12 to 15 games out of him, it's a win. If you get eight games out of him, you'll be happy. If I get, let's not even say 12 to 15. That's me making the playoffs. If I <laughs> yeah. get eight regular season games out of him, I'll be happy. Yep. So the way my team lines up right now, I have Justin Herbert uh, as my quarterback, followed by Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones, my two wide receivers, which I don't really care for, Mike Williams and Devontae Smith. My flex spots would be Alvin Kamara when when not suspended, Miles Sanders, and then I would either flip between Russell Gage or Tony Pollard. I guess it depends. Russell Gage's situation is Godwin playing. What does Julio look like in the offense? Um, and then I have Tampa Bay's defense. Oh, I also have Mike Kosecki, who I just don't really care for. My bench is, ugh, my, I just got to pray my starters stay on the field. Um, but right now, based on what or where they have us ranked, I'm projected to finish first. Eric is projected, well, actually, Jake is projected to finish fifth, and Eric is projected to finish seventh. Man, you're getting a like 78 score, correct, Eric? Yeah, and I, it's hard because I love my team. I mean, I, especially right. my, my, my wide receiver situation. I should have went earlier on running backs, and I could have instead of a CD Lamb or DJ Moore, but I just thought in a PPR league, why not load up with that? Right. But you know what? This is the beauty of fantasy, the variables that can go with season to season. You know, it's, it's, it's fun to do. Right. And I'll be perfectly honest. You know, I took three running backs to start out and then I took my quarterback. I didn't even take a wide receiver until round five. That's just not going to happen when the real draft comes up for me. Um, there's no way I'm walking out with three running backs to start out the draft. I running backs, uh, how many of them actually play a full season? They're full of injuries. Wide receivers are more consistent, especially in a PPR league. You could draft a million times, but, and I, I just wanted to show, you know, something if they went running back heavy. I will never draft a quarterback that early. Um, I'd rather fill out the, the flex spots a little bit, or flex spots with much better players. Eric, I like the route you went with uh, Trey Lance, Matthew Stafford, especially where you got them. You know, yeah. you could just have better quality players in your flex spots. So, this is just a ranking. Usually if I have a higher ranking, my team does that much worse. So I would rather be towards the bottom, but today, hey, I'm the winner. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. We got one more segment for you guys. Listener mailbag uh, brought to you guys by uh, the Derek Mega Bowl listeners and players. Listener mailbag. Each week, we're going to open up questions sent to um, people via Twitter or Facebook. The first question we have, do you guys enter the draft with a specific strategy? So what I'm guessing this person is saying, let's go the first two rounds, so to say. Do you always have to come out with a running back and wide receiver? Do you try to go running back, running back? Is there, I mean, in the fourth, fifth rounds, are you looking for a certain position? Are you... Do you guys have rules on quarterbacks? What's your strategy, or do you have one? I think that's a great question. Um, I think running back is so top-heavy anymore. Now, you're still going to get 
those guys like James Conner last year, who was probably drafted in the 10th round, but ended up being a top five running back. So I like to try to get that RB1 in the first two rounds. But as you see from this draft, I didn't. I went wide receiver, wide receiver. I just felt like you have to go value early on and then just let the board fall to you. Every, every draft you're in is going to be different. Um, know who you're drafting with. You might have Bear fan, Packer fan, Cowboy fan, whatever they are. Just know who's in front of you, who's behind you, who they've been talking about. Um, it'll just help you plan further into your draft. And then, as you said, for quarterback, I'm a big believer in drafting quarterback later. Um, obviously, if Josh Allen falls into the fourth or fifth round, you kind of have to hop onto that. But I don't think he gives you that much of an advantage over uh, – you know, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, the upside that they can get you with the rushing. So, right. Um, my my strategy a lot of times is I like to go. I like to get my running backs first and second round, and you can always fill it out with the wide receivers after that. Um, with with drafting number one overall, I didn't have a pick for you know uh, like 20, 24 picks, so there wasn't a lot available once I got down there. Um, but like if I was sitting in the middle and I could get Najee Harris and then turn around and get Nick Chubb, I would have done that in a heartbeat. I would have probably preferred to do that. Right. Um, then go number one and have to take Jonathan Taylor and then have to wait all those picks. And then, you know, I, I, I went wide receiver, wide receiver, just because I didn't see the value in the, what the running backs available at that time um, and could have got someone later. To fill that spot right i think it all depends on where you're drafting to yeah. if you, i mean if you're in the top three spots four spots the odds are you're probably going running back especially with the first two spots you're most likely going running back yeah those cooper cups justin jefferson's even maybe a jamar chase they kind of flirt with those positions but most times you're taking a running back but when you're in the back of the draft whether it's the 110 111 112 you got a long time until that third pick comes back. So you're probably, I mean, to leave with just two wide receivers or just two running backs, I feel like that's tough. That you, It's probably best to grab one of them. It all depends on who falls to you, though. You know, if I'm here in this draft, I went back-to-back. Actually, I went three running backs in a row just based on who fell. Most times, I, I really don't have a strategy. It really, I, I could do a million mock drafts and have a good sense of you know players that are falling to me but it really depends on who's in your league like you said eric you know know who the packer fans are know who the bears fans or the cowboys fans even though you try not to be biased sometimes it's hard not to root for the fans it's just your, it's players just being that comfortable with, with certain players like you might right. even, not even be a fan of them but you had them like a year last year or the year before you know them like one guy that i'm really familiar with um was um uh jacoby meyer um from new england um i've had him a lot like last year and he just was kind of solid for me and i always see his name on the list and i'm like oh there there's J- jacoby meyer i'm gonna take him right I think one thing too is pay attention to those around you and their needs. So let's say I'm at the, you know, 4-2 or the 4-11 and the team after me has backed my picks, but they already have a quarterback and I don't have a quarterback. There's no reason for me to select a quarterback there. 
Yep. That would just be wasting uh, a pick right there. Grab the best available, knowing they're not yeah. going to draft a quarterback. Or I, same I with do any that, position. So people always do things you don't think they're going to do too. Yes, but if they take back-to-back quarterbacks that high in the draft, yeah, hey, someone you're else. Just leave me, you're just leaving me a better player, and I will take that. So, all right. I have a would you rather questions, actually a few of them. So we're going to do rapid fire on these ones. If you want to give a brief explanation why, feel free. First one, Michael Thomas or Allen Robinson? I'm going Allen Robinson. I'm going Michael Thomas. I'm, I know I'm you ba- are. I'm, I'm banking he's playing 14 games or more. I could see either side of this one. Allen Robinson, he's playing with a great offense, being the wide receiver two who is in that offense. Wide receiver two has a ton of value. Michael Thomas. Wide receiver one. Well, Well, here's here's the thing, too. If you're drafting in the next couple weeks, so if you're drafting in your home league, whatever, your your redraft league, Michael Thomas in our mock draft here fell to round six. Allen Robinson got taken in round four. So, obviously, I think the hands-down answer here is Michael Thomas, if you can get her two rounds later. Right. But, obviously, over the next month, once preseason games and training camp gets over and you hear how people are doing. And, I mean, obviously, the Rams love Allen Robinson, but the Saints love Michael Thomas. So, they're, M- Michael Thomas is going to be shooting up draft boards. Allen Robinson could move up another round, too, yet. So Right. And Michael Thomas is going to, if healthy, he's probably going to be the wide receiver one. Yep. For that team. So, all right, let's make these quicker. Terry McLaurin or Rashad Bateman? McLaurin. Same. Scary Terry. I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. I don't like either quarterbacks. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I mean, Lamar Jackson's a fun, sexy <laughs> fantasy right. football player. I don't think he's a good-looking dude, personally. No, but. and I'm not saying we're not, we're not going to go there. He is... Nope, not my cup of tea. I think he, he kind of looks like an alien. <laughs> Carson Wentz, God, who just knows what he's going to do with the football. He made Michael Pittman a top, what, 15 wide receiver last year? Right. Just, just so I think Terry McLaurin has more talent around him as far as wide receivers. Um, but Rashad Bateman does have a quarterback that wants to run and does love Mark Andrews. For me, I'd probably go Rashad Bateman, but... <laughs> Ask me they're, tomorrow. They're like close. Yep. Juju or Sky Moore? Juju. Yep, I'm going Juju. I know the, the love right now is on Sky Moore, and some videos have come out of them running screens with him, but Juju is still young. He's still that guy. I think they're going to get involved in the middle of the field, and Mahomes loves that middle of the field. Right. I agree with you guys, Juju. Sky Moore, obviously, in Dynasty, but we're not playing that. We're not talking about that. So, I, I, you oh. know, that that's true, but, you know, Juju's only 25, too. Just yep. something to keep in mind. Yeah. But he's on a one-year deal, so he's, he's expendable, yeah, but he is young. All right, here we go. Kenny Galladay or Julio Jones? And, yes, I'm making you select one of those, two. Julio Jones, hands down. I'm off the Kenny Galladay train for his career. I, I would agree with Eric. I don't want any any um giants wide receivers yeah i if i do want a giants receiver it's Kadarius tony just based on yep. talent sure kenny galladay i mean kenny galladay has poor of a season he had last year he had a lot of targets 
and that you got to think this offense has got to be better with Brian or Brian Gable rather than Jason Garrett at the helms. Trust me, Jason Garrett, I've had to watch that for a long time. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys fan. Right. Brings, he's just awful. So you think, I mean, if Galladay's going to have, if he's going to have his career revived, it's going to be this year. Julio Jones, man, I, I would play the upside on that. All right, our final question. Which player, based on where they're going in drafts, are you most likely to avoid at all costs? Jake, I'll let you lead this one off. I've got a few. Um, which one should I bring up? I was going to wait till you guys went and then bring up. Oh, we'll one we'll do that. We'll do that. Say. Eric, you can start. Good, because I only have one guy right now that I, that I know for sure I'm avoiding. And that is Josh Jacobs. Now, people are going to say, oh, Devontae Adams is coming to town. He's going to have more scoring opportunities. But they brought back all three backups, Abdullah Bolden and Kenyon Drake, and drafted Zamir White, who was arguably one of the top running backs in the draft. Now, they got a new coach in McDaniels, who is a running back by committee coach. And Josh Jacobs like had a career year catching the ball. What, what do you think Abdullah and Brandon Bolden and Kenyon Drake do? They catch the ball. So if he doesn't have that same year catching the ball, what's he going to do? And he's getting drafted around the same time as Eli Mitchell, Travis Etienne, J.K. Dobbins. Like, I'm, I'm taking those guys. I'd rather have A.J. Dillon or Chase Edmonds two to three rounds later than, than Josh Jacobs. I'm just – I'm completely off of him. Right. I, I agree with you on that. I, I honestly think Zamir White – by the end of the season, might have a starting role. Yep, I know they're going to well say good. they're going to they're going to say, "Oh, Josh Jacobs, he's on a contract year. They're just going to run him into the ground. Why not?" I'm just not buying that. You know, he not hasn't been the perfect picture for health either. So if they're going to run him into the ground, he 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 might be get hurt week two or three. Right. All right. I'll let Jake go last. I'll jump in right here. Eric, you're not going to like this. I'm going to bring up one of your guys, the guy that just signed a huge deal. I'm just not going to draft Debo Samuel as early as he's going. You know, he's going early second to late second. I'm not touching him until mid to late third round. Looking at the guys he's going around, you know, CeeDee Lamb, Saquon Barkley, which people could say the same thing about Saquon Barkley because he just hasn't been healthy, couldn't stay on the field. There are so many guys I would take Mike Mike Evans, um, Javante Williams, Tyree Kill. There's just so many guys. I, I just see the touchdown progress. Touchdown, touchdowns coming down. He had 14 last year. I don't see him having that many. He already says he doesn't want to run the ball as much. Trey Lance is going to take a lot of. I mean, if Trey Lance doesn't have his first option. Being his truly his rookie year, you know, last year not really getting to play, he's going to take off and run until he learns how to read defenses, gets comfortable, gets adjusted to the game speed. And he already has a connection with Brandon Ayuk, and we can't forget about George Kittle. So if all of them are on the field, I, Debo could be top 10, but where he's going, you know, based on basically top five, I'm out. I 100% agree. agree. And, and it, would, it would have all to do with Trey Lance for me. Yep. Yep. I, it, I agree. Once... Trey Lance is going to be taking deeper shots downfield. Debo's game is underneath. So Ayuk right. and Kittle are going to be the guys that are going to benefit from that. And then they right. drafted a speedy receiver in Danny Gray. So I was going to say something later on about Danny Gray. I was surprised that you didn't draft him because he is very fast. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what he'll be this year yet. Yes. All right, Jake. 
I, you, help, you guys didn't you say any of mine. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to go with my, my number one. I just don't want him. Uh, if he's available to me, I'm going to take someone else. And that's Ezekiel Elliott. Um, his production went way down last year. They're not using him in the pass game. Pollard is a better running back, in my opinion. When I watch, I don't care what the stats say, but when I watch the Cowboys play football, Pollard looks like a better running back than Elliott does. Um, I'm just not going to take him. I don't want him. But Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yes, sir. It said they have to feature him. Yep. I just saw that, I mean, too. He gets featured. He gets plenty of touches. And the thing he got, he got hurt last year. Oh, he got, what, what was it? Was it him or was well, it CEH that had the gallbladder issue? Was it CEH? He's also no yeah, spring CH. chicken anymore either. Right. And he he has so many miles. Hit him. So many hits. I, but I just, the thing with. I just don't want him. Someone else, someone else could take him. I just don't want him on my team. As a Cowboys fan, you know, I've, I love Zeke, what he's brought to the offense. I mean, him and Dak have definitely turned around the Cowboys team. But he's going to stay on the field no matter what because he's such a good pass blocker. I know that has nothing to do with fantasy football other than he's just on the field and Tony Pollard is not on the field. But it does cool. seem like they're going to – yeah, it does seem like they're going to go a lot of two-back sets this year. Um, they kind of have to – with Michael Gallup being most likely out, no Amari Cooper, and then it's just a bunch of new guys. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I Unless he's fallen to late fourth, early fifth, which he's just not going to, he's going to get drafted early, earlier and probably in the third round, just based on name value alone. Hey, I, I, I agree with you. He got drafted late fourth in our mock. Did he go late fourth in ours? After David Montgomery, I think he did. A, so I, I think that's a slam dunk there. I, I will say, if he's he going hurt late, his PCL for, last year. Yep, and he was one of the top five running backs prior to before that. that. So yep. where he went in our draft right here, round four, towards the end, I like it. But most case or most drafts that I've seen, he's going round three, mid, early to mid round three. I I'll pass. He's 100% a gamble, and that's why I think it goes back to our point of you want to get that RB1 in the first couple rounds and not have to rely on Zeke in the fourth round to be your RB1. Right. I think that it's exactly a perfect guy to bring up for that point. Right. Jake, give us one more before we before we go. Yeah. Um, oof. Uh, I'm going to go any, any Baltimore running back. Don't want him. I like him. Don't want him on my team. I guess uh, J.K. Dobbins, I would guess, would be the leader here. Um, don't want him. That just you might they, not want to put that on Twitter, though. He'll come after you. Well, yep. I mean, he might listen to this, and I, I mean, think, it's nothing against him. It's it's mostly just the Ravens' offense. I don't know what it is, but Lamar Jackson just eats up all fantasy stats. Two years that. ago, before Dobbins got hurt last year, obviously. He was like a he was like on the borderline RB one RB two range. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I, I think I think in the sixth round that you can get a guy that could be potentially back in RB one. I don't think that's bad value. I mean, I I guess, if but you're 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 not relying on him probably to be your RB one in round six. You're you're hoping for he's either your second or your third running back option. I don't think I think you could do a lot worse. You could, I mean, I don't know. You want me to go an edgier one? I'll go ahead here. Sure. Aaron Jones. Oh, wow. Guy that I drafted in this draft, but I, honestly, yeah. a guy I, mean, I will never draft. 
I think that's the Bears fan in you talking. It isn't. It isn't. I just think um, he's getting over the hill. I like I like AJ Dillon a lot. I guess I would kind of go the same like with Ezekiel Elliott. AJ Dillon is a good running back. I don't think it's out of the possibilities for Aaron Jones to catch eighty balls this year. You think so? I who else they They got a new offensive coordinator, don't they? Because the Bears took Bears. No, Hackett went. Nathaniel Hackett went to Denver. I think. Yeah. Okay. But Guys, Matt Lafleur is have, their offense coordinator, so they have Romeo Dubs. He's going to be the guy that catches <laughs> 150 balls this year. He, he, I can't believe he, he wasn't even drafted in our mock. Let's just say this: he's going to be drafted in every draft in the Mega Bowl with the full of Packer players. He will be yep. drafted. Yep. So no, there's going to be six wide receivers drafted in every Mega Bowl league for right. the Packers. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that does it for the first episode of the Derek's Megapole podcast. Um, next week, we will be playing a fun game of Fantasy Family Feud. I will host the Family Feud game. Jake and Eric will answer questions. See who is the Family Feud champ. Look forward to or look forward to hearing back feedback for this podcast. Send your uh, listener mailbag questions. But we will be back next week. Have a good week. See you guys.